Hey, this is Tony Soprano, and you're listening to Jersey Boys Podcast with your hosts, Dave Sturgeo and the Ernst Boys. I mean, I could give a shit about the Cowboys. We're in New Jersey. These guys got balls being Cowboys fans in Jersey. Anyways, enjoy. Well, whatever. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Jersey Boys Podcast right here on the Chop Sports Podcast Network. Your host, of course, Little Sturge, Dave Sturgeo, alongside nationally known comedian Brett Ernst, his brother, the host of the reformatted and rejuvenated I'm You podcast, which I saw drop on my iTunes, which I was very excited about. Uh, Keith Ernst. Keith, man, what's with, the, uh, what's with the launch of what happened? You got the itch? Yeah, well, you know, I went back on to look at season one. And just to see where I was at, even though, because a lot of things are going on in the world that's really pissing me off right now. Right. And, I, you know, gets me going. But I uh, I went on season one to see before I launched season two, and I saw I had 350 downloads in one week. And okay. I, haven't, I haven't done an episode since June 17th. So um, I have pretty much, you know, so I'm pretty you know, excited. You know what? So. It's so funny. I, I think that, you know, you you say in the intro a lot saying like, I'm you is just a phrase to make fun of everything. And you guys will catch on eventually. Maybe people caught on and then they're starting to look stuff up on iTunes. Yeah. Yeah. It could be man. But yeah, so I'm super excited about getting back. Uh, That's good. Back man. So ne- right now I'm just doing a greatest hits, uh, greatest calls. I should say four part. And then I'm going to start season two. I got a, I got a network you should be interested in in case you wanted to <laughs> drop it over there. That's fine too. Hey man, but- chop entertainment. I'm down. <laughs> all right well look since we've last spoke the last time we got on this thing uh was a couple weeks ago we all have busy schedules here uh the last time we went over our march madness uh series of unfortunate events with the dallas cowboys was which that long ago it was that long that's that we it was right before march i guess it was like two weeks um but my, you know my dad it was funny my dad mentioned a lot of them like he, he remembers a lot of them he's like how could he I, I almost like he was like how did you not know about the white house it's <laughs> like i don't know i just I, I completely i guess i was thinking it was like a trip after a super bowl win but brett think you know he he smartened me up to all that stuff so um that was the last time we got on and since then the dallas cowboys have done a whole lot of nothing other than create cap space and uh, acquire fifth round picks and all that good stuff the only uh <laughs> signing of note would be fullback slash halfback slash tailback, whatever they're calling him. Ryan Nall uh, from the Chicago Bears. Very uh, Nick Ralston type guy. So, like, I'm not sure as to why or what role he'll play, or maybe it's more of a special teams play, but that's literally the only thing the Dallas Cowboys have done since uh, since their acquisition of, like, James Washington in, in week two of free agency. Well, so, And that, by the way, that's a big fucking F. That fullback. Are you kidding me? We got Ralston, brother. I I know. I I was very disappointed. Very disappointed to see uh, that they're addressing that position as if it was a position of need when we got, you know, big Nick Ralston. I give the Fowler one. I would give it the Fowler one a B. I like that. Um, And, you know, he's kind of, he might be a Quinn type deal where he wants to prove himself again. You know what I mean? Just for a season. But regardless. Sure. You know, if someone was going to fill in, this guy seems like, you know. Uh, uh, he would be a fit because he's been with Quinn and obviously James Washington. I give a B two as well. So um, I like those moves. I like those three moves. They're quiet. They're subtle. <laughs> those, those three moves as if like, you know, the Jaguars and the Raiders haven't met no, three in the last hour. Our defense, 
bro, why do we need why do we need to change the defense? The defense was great last year. I like that they kept a lot of the players. It's really not about do. changing the defense, Keith. It's about the fact that we lost Randy Gregory and we did nothing to replace him. You can't say Fowler, Fowler. is a replacement. I don't why know. Why not? Because ah, it's they're not they're not one and the same. I mean, look, I agree because Fowler's had more sacks in his season than Gregory has. Yeah, I guess, but like the way I look at it is uh, the caliber of player. I, I I would prefer Randy Gregory, and we still don't know what the heck they're going to do with Micah Parsons yet. I mean, like I honestly, I would love for him to just keep continue to be a hybrid player. Brett, do you find that to be an advantage or a disadvantage when somebody doesn't have like one solid position like we have Micah, like with him going linebacker, defensive end? Like, do you think he needs to put his hand in the dirt, or do you think he just be you know give well, him the I ability mean- to float? We've we've seen this before. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm I was trying to think of somebody that was similar to that in Cowboys history, and the only one I really come up with was Randy White. You know, but they he was a linebacker, and they made him a D lineman. I think Demarcus Ware is a decent example too. Yeah, Demarcus did, Ware was a good did one. Did a little bit of everything, but I don't know. Like, do you think that stunts the guy? But, but I was gonna say Randy White stayed on the D line. They didn't they didn't move him around. Like mm. you know, once he once he came in and they put him there, he stayed. Um, I, I like him as he, I like him where he's at, man. I think it's great. I, I, I've never really seen, you know, we were talking about that. I've never seen a player like this, uh, on our franchise. I, I don't, I can't think of anyone. Maybe, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Hollywood Henderson. That was that type of an athlete that, you know, cause he was returning. Kickoffs. I swear, bro. That was what I was going to say. I was going to say Hollywood Henderson. Um, but I, I, I love what we got with Micah, man. I mean, you know, uh, I, I think this is a uh, obvious bonus. I, I think we keep moving him around. Keith, do you agree with the whole moving Micah around, or would you rather see him yeah, play linebacker? I mean, look, look, you want to keep the defense guessing, correct? So, yeah, why not? I mean, if we have him at different positions, I think that's, a, you know, I don't think that's a bad thing. All right. I, I just, I, I don't want the kids. Uh, you know, growth to be stunted at all by, you know, trying to learn so many positions and whatnot. But again, we'll find out what we do because we got to, we got to draft in two weeks, you know, so we don't know where we're going with that. We'll I get think into- we're going D- D line this, this well, draft. Yeah. There's multiple, multiple ways we can do that. But I, I do want to toss four, four names at you guys that are, were on the 2021 Dallas Cowboys team and are still remaining free agents right now have not signed anywhere else with the ability to do so. Would you take a flyer on the following guys? And we'll start with at corner. He had a decent, um, he had a he had a, a little bit of a loud preseason because of hard knocks and everybody got on his case. Maurice Kennedy still out there. Like, would you would you take a flyer on him, Keith? Well, he didn't. Did, did he do anything for us during the season? Not really. Remember. All I remember is that wicked interception he had, and like you said, in on hard knocks and in and and in training camp. That's it. Yeah. So. Brett, I don't foresee him landing anywhere. Do you? I mean, he, he just seems to be a lost, lost soul at this point. No, well, I mean, again, you don't know. I, I, you know, there's sometimes there's things that players do that aren't loud, that coaches love. You know, and and like taking on a double team, like a block. Mm-hmm. You know, and and freeing up stuff. Or you know, we don't know exactly. Just because you don't see him picking balls off doesn't doesn't necessarily mean he wasn't really doing his job. He, I don't even know if he got that much burn. He did not. He did yeah, not. And that's so, a great – bro, that is a great call because Brett's mom took on double teams all the time. <laughs> she was still able, like, to do mom duties, like make dinner, you know, well, make the beer. Laundry, welcome back, you know, listeners, and all you rabid fans of ours. <laughs> 
she could she could she could ski pole uh two guys and at and at the same time fold laundry. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, um all right, well, uh, another name. Look, uh, when it comes to the defense, and I agree with Keith, um I, I like that we didn't I like that we're keeping mostly everybody. It seems to be. It seems that way. Like there's actually two more guys in the defense I was going to bring up. I'll just bring them up in one sentence. Uh, Demonte Casey or Kazi or however you want to say yeah, his name. Casey. Uh, Casey and Brett Urban. That's the kind of guy I want to bring back. I want to bring back Brett Urban. Yeah, if nobody's got him, I mean, why not? I think. Well, he's coming but, off injury, so I think that's why everybody's kind of waiting on him. But like, I would totally kick the tires on bringing him back. Search? Say what now? But, but was he part of the defense? Did he get injured early? Um, I want to say he probably got injured like four or five weeks into the season. Because yeah, I remember, so you know I how I know, know, you know how I know he lasted a little bit. They made a meme out of him dancing when when me and Brett were there when he when they beat up on the Eagles. He was still on the team, so that's week two. Um, and then maybe he played a couple more weeks after that, and then got hurt. So I don't know. We'll see. But that's just something I wanted to bring up because we're we're still. I don't want to go into the draft in two weeks with an absolute need, you know, that really like it, that scares me. I hate that. I, I like being like, if you're the 24th pick in the draft and, and you have a good team established already, you should be able to do best player available. And I don't think that's the case right now. I think they have to zero in on a couple positions. Because of you, you're saying because of our free agency and who we didn't. Yeah. Sign. Because we weren't really active. We, 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 and we lost players, you know, you, you trade away Amari Cooper and while you look at the, the the receiving core now, it's obviously headed by Lamb, and then you got Gallup coming off injury, you got unproven, unestablished James Washington. You got Noah Brown, the playmaker, right? But like right away, does does wide receiver become a need, Keith? Do you think that's something that we draft at twenty four? This 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 draft class in particular is very deep at defensive back and receiver. That's what I said. Yeah, <laughs> do we lose him? Now Keith is there. I asked him the question, but it is what it is. Um, no, I don't think I'm, I don't think he's there. Oh well, I see him there. But anyway, so I'll throw it to you, Brett. Instead, what what do we do? Like, I, I think I think we we are you content with this receiving core right now? Uh, no, 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 no. I think we need one more piece. I meant, uh, I personally, if all right, so these are the three I think we need mostly. Obviously, receiver. Mm -hmm. um, if there's a good edge rusher, right? Or defensive tackle and offensive line, man. It's it's yeah. one of those three for me. It seems like all mock drafts are, you know, within the the Cowboys organization, within their writers and blogging the boys, and then you got ESPN, NFL.com. Everybody seems to have the Cowboys drafting an offensive lineman. A couple people throw in a couple wrenches. When I say wrenches, I mean like, you know, a couple defensive edge rushers here and there if they fall, or this big splash play. Uh, with one of the receivers, possibly the kid from Ohio State. So there's like there there are options, but I think if you had to ask me, gun to my head, I would say that the biggest need right now is is a guard. I, I think that if you you but, lost Connor Williams, you need the offensive line. Who's going to protect that right, right but, now? But but here, here, here's the thing: if we have the if there's the best out of any one of those three positions, that's what we go with. So right? best player available at those three positions. At those three positions, it, whoever the best is, if it's there's a receiver that's higher and better than the the the, the edge rusher or the the offensive lineman. We get that receiver, and you um, know, or you know, if there's a better offensive lineman that's available, that the best out of those three on the board. 
Keith, well, was, yeah, we, we, we got cut off before, but I, I was saying that uh, because we didn't make as much no, uh, noise in free agency, there's unfortunately at 24, I feel like there's needs and not, we don't have the ability to draft best player available right now because I think like we got to fill some holes. But you said, you, you said offensive line receiver. And what was the other one? Defensive line, like yeah. defensive. Well, tackle. I said those are our three needs. I, I may not. You may think it may be corner, maybe that, that no. we need. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm never for taking a cornerback in the first round. I'm just not. I think he's scarred from Maurice Claiborne. I just, <laughs> yeah, he I, can't I, let that go. <laughs> but uh, hey, look, I mean, some of our best defense. I mean, obviously, a Deion Sanders is a little different, but I meant our best defensive back we ever had on the Dallas Cowboys was Everson Walls, and he wasn't even drafted, right? And you could you yeah. could find DBs all the time. <laughs> Um, DBs that have been awesome in the NFL that weren't drafted in the first round. But regardless, the guy I want is a defensive lineman. Because if I think if we have one defensive lineman, okay, that can blow it up, and I'm talking about a rookie that can add to that defense already, the dude from Oklahoma, the, I believe his name is Perion Winfrey. Yeah, you sent me, you sent us that. That's who I want. I want this guy, and I'm telling you right now, he's in certain play. And if you think our defense was great last season, he will take it up to another notch. And, so like I, and, and, I've, and I'll say this again. This team is not going through our offense anymore. It's going through our defense. And if we're going to do that, we got to have the most dominant defense in the NFL. And I believe adding somebody like that, and I know they're projecting him second, third round. I don't care where they're projecting him. I don't care. Watch this kid. Look what he did against quality teams, man. He's not going against freaking Idaho State or something. I mean, this guy's going against Texas. He's going against a lot of the the best teams in the um in college football, and he's blowing it up. We need this kid. If you haven't watched him yet, watch his highlights, everybody. I'm telling you. Yeah, that's that's an off the wall pick considering what I've read. Um, I like I said, I, I'm I'm in the mindset of replacing. Uh, a Connor Williams right off the rip because we haven't done it yet. And I can't, I can't foresee the Connor McGovern experience being the, the solve. Um, Kenyon green is a guy that jumps off the, t- the charts for me. Um, guys like Tyler Lindenbaum from Iowa. He's a center. He, I'm sure he can What's do the kid from uh, Penn state, the, the defensive lineman. It's another one. He was a teammate of Micah Parsons. So like that whole, that unit would, would kind of go back. I don't know. I'm not the best with the draft names or whatever, but I will say that, Offensive line, I know, Keith, you just said that this team goes through the defense, but we're living in a time now where offense is the thing that you need. Absolutely, you need to score points in this league. And I know for a fact that Jerry is willing to do every and anything to make that splash again. I got this feeling we're going receiver at 24. But I'll say this. I'm not, now, now, I know we need – I'm not saying our offense sucks. What I'm saying is that our offense is good enough to score right now. But they're not. They are not going to be the reason we go to a Super Bowl. It's uh, yeah, going to be I, our agree defense. My, I agree with my brother on this one. And 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 um, the, but all he's saying is is that like if, if we're we're going to have to get, we should have won with the defense last. The, that the way our defense played last year, we got to if if we improve on that, I think that's what they're going to focus on. So in other words, our offense is still a B, or a C plus, or a B. That he they want that defense to be an A plus, and 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 you know I don't think we're gonna duplicate what we did last. If you go year if you go back to the 49er playoff game, okay, 
Do we have to? Or Yeah, I just want to talk about it for a second. <laughs> yeah. I meant our defense, the reason why you could say we lost, I know we like to blame Dak and all that, but it was kind of the first half where our defense was getting acclimated. They finally got settled down. And the 49ers did score some points on our on our defense. But the second half, when they did, they shut them down completely. The only other touchdown they had was after after Dak's terrible interception. And then Debo Samuel ran it like 28 yards in. But they pretty much shut them down. Now, what I'm trying to say, if we approve upon that, it could be something where the first half, something like that's not going to happen next time. And it will give our offense more help to start to get things going. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think that's a it's a good well, way to go about it. And, you know, when, when you like when you're looking at this offense on paper right now, you know, you got another year under Zeke and hopefully they start to use Pollard in a better way. And then you got like the receiving core and the tight ends are young and right. So like the offense, I think, will be proficient. Um, I don't know if they're going to light the world on fire like, like the, the Kansas City Chiefs of old. Um, but like I, I could foresee if, if, if the Cowboys can score 20, 21 to 24 points a game, if that could be their average, they could be a very good team because that defense will more than likely keep them in games. And if you keep adding players to the defense, you're right by default, it, it gets better, you know. And, and you Start know, you. oh, go ahead, bro. No, I was gonna say, and the other thing with offensive line, and again, whatever's the best at that position, I said out of those three. But it is much easier to find a – I disagree with my brother as far as cornerbacks go. Uh, but offensive linemen, you can get – you can you can load up on those, man. I mean, there, there's plenty. Unless it's like a game-changing tackle, you know. Yeah, I actually had that conversation uh, with my uh, partner Gooch over here over at Chop Sports. Like, he actually said he would never – ever use a first round pick on any offensive lineman outside of a tackle like a tackle is like the key position he doesn't know if he would actually go expend something on a guard or a center the blind side baby the blind side oh well, yeah of course but i i just right now our need is at you and look a tackle might be a need as well you know you just lost collins you know you, you you're replacing him with um what's him called the, the why am i drawing a blank the kid from last year who filled in um I, I'm drawing a blank. But anyway, then you got Ty Smith, and you don't know how Terrence reliable. Steele? Terrence Steele. Sorry, good call. Uh, Terrence Steele over at right tackle. Then you got Tyron Smith at left, and then I know what's going to happen. I know, like, we're going to go into the season, and he's going to go on record and say this is the healthiest he's ever felt, right? <laughs> like, it's just the way it's going to go, and then all of a sudden there's going to be a stinger or some kind of back spasm or some shit. So we actually have to address tackle as well, and that's why I, it, it upsets me that we're going into this draft with not even remotely like addressing any of these positions of need and free agency. And I understand that a lot of people say you can't build through free agency, but then I look at the teams like the Rams who just did it and they won a Super Bowl by doing it. Yeah. But that's, 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 I mean, come on. They, you look at, you look at, did the Bengals do it? I mean the Bengals, uh, but here's the thing: the Bengals, the Bengals, the Bengals were down an offensive lineman, and they needed one bad, and they decided to go with Jamar Chase instead. I think that played off okay. If you know, if like I'm being sarcastic, like it paid off. That paid off leaps and bounds. But then they drafted in the second round, and then they just go sign Collins. So they at least know they're saying, all right, our offensive line is kind of still shitty. So let's go draft one in the second round for Joe Burrow. And then let's go sign one that gets released, and they just so happen to grab one of the better tackles in the game. So they're at least addressing the need 
uh, in free agency first before they even hit the draft. But I mean, my thing is, I mean, to say that, and that's what bothers me. If you go, you're, you're going to hit it once in a while, but if you go through other Super Bowl winners, there's no big splashes in free agency that those people yeah, make. Yeah, Sturge, I think you're putting too much on on that. Uh, whereas really a free agent came in and just changed changed the whole dynamic and and you I know mean, a quarterbacks usually do it. I mean obviously Brady. I mean that's that's something of a quarterback can change it. But when you're talking about certain positions, you could also fall into the Albert Hainsworth. You know you could fall into those where oh trust me, I know all about. I mean the Cowboys. The Cowboys have swung and missed on on most of their free right. agents. I, mean, I, mean, I think you draft a team, buddy. I think and maybe that's why they're so timid to even do it because they realize how many times they evaluate this so, talent, this quote air quote talent, and they come in here and they stink it up. You know what I mean? They spend all yeah, that money on a Greg absolutely. Hardy and he's out of the league in a minute. You know, oh, and they right. spend and then they spend money on the Don Terry Pose of the world, and then his oh, fat, yeah. fat ass gets kicked off the team. You know what I mean? So like. <laughs> we can say that now, well, by the way. Well, but but Sturchy, listen too. I, I I was gonna say, you know, a quarterback, and like my my brother already said it. But you know, the Rams getting uh, Stafford. That's that was a that's what changed it, right? No, that was a trade, but yeah. But but I'm saying them them getting Stafford was was the missing piece. Right. So I mean, like, yes, we're not a quarterback away because I feel like we're there. But again. I just feel like going into this I think this we're trip, a coaching staff away. <laughs> yeah, well, that could be it, too. I mean, like, the Cowboys, look, the Cowboys have been very quiet, and I guess the loudest like, loudest thing they did this week was doing the blockchain thing, which I need a seminar about it because I have no effing no idea. idea. No idea what these NFTs and – like, I have, an, I have an idea, but, like, I need to be well-versed. Like, all of a sudden, I'm going to go to AT&T Stadium and buy a, a fucking Coke with a Bitcoin. Keith's mom's pussy's an NFT. So, so this is what I was going to say. All right. Um, I broke down the numbers. Sturch is dying. Lost my breath on that one. Sorry. That's all right. So I, yeah, I, I broke down the numbers a, a couple episodes ago. Sturch, I don't know. If, I don't know if you remember of the games we won when we had when we won the turnover battle. What's up, everybody? This is Sturge and Gooch, and I'm here to talk to you guys about the flagship show right here on the Chop Sports Network. We're talking about the Chop Sports Daily. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Go check us out on YouTube. We go live Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, so give us the old subscribe ski. Did you just channel your inner Sturge? Channeling my inner Sturge. Yeah, if you want to listen to uh, Gooch talk to you about how dominant he is in everything every day, tune in at 11. I mean, dominant in softball, dominant in tennis. Definitely dominant in dodgeball. Uh, dominant in California kickball. Monday yeah. through Friday, folks, 11, 11 o'clock. I wasn't done. What's going on, guys? This is Sturch, and I got a question for you. Have you ever dreamt about flipping a house or buying an investment property? I know I have. There's a reason why house flipping is out of reach for most people, and that's because of a lack of information. Flipping made easy is for people like you who feel drawn to the world of house flipping, but they don't have a clue as to where to start. Check out FlippingMadeEasy.com. Here, you'll find comprehensive and easy-to-understand information about every stage of the house flipping process. You'll receive access to millions of houses ripe with flipping potential. Hundreds of expert guidance explained through research articles and easy-to-understand video content. And thousands of vendors for all of your house flipping needs. Subscribe to FlippingMadeEasy.com and become part of the flipping community. Right now, if you use the promo code CHOP, you'll receive a free t-shirt and a 30-day, that's right, 30-day money-back guarantee. That's FlippingMadeEasy.com. Yeah. And it was pretty much every one. Yeah. 
So that's the NFL, though. Not really. I mean, you look at us. You look at us against the uh, the Buccaneers. We we had we got four turnovers against them, and I think they had uh, uh, we had zero against them, and they still beat us. Man, that was so like I mean, an anomaly, though. Like nobody even knew no, what the hell was I, happening. I'm just saying, going through the numbers, our offense needed the help. There are some teams that don't need it. Our offense did. And that's what we need to do. That's why I keep saying we if we improve on the defense, mm-hmm. if we improve on that defense, it'll give the offense confidence. It will make Dak better. It'll make it'll make our offense better if that if we can if we can pull that off. Speaking Little of- brother, though, uh, I mean, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if our defense is going to play ever again as it did this year. But that turnover difference. They did, they did play out of their minds. Like, you can't – the unfortunate thing is now, and you know how Cowboys fans are. We're all Cowboys fans. But, like, you know how it is. Like, Trayvon Diggs did his thing, right? Like, he has all these inter- – now you're going to expect every time the ball to go his way to be picked and taken to the house. You know what I mean? Like, which is going to be ridiculous. And I need – I hope – I would hope that the that the Cowboys – um, that the Cowboys fans, you know, lower their expectations a little bit to know that the defense last year – it's not going to be the same. Like, it's not. Like, the guys aren't as hungry. Like, certain guys are in and out of the lineup. Like, I disagree. Yeah. I think it's going to be one of the best defenses we've ever had. <laughs> I'm you, bro. <laughs> like, come on. I mean, look. Bro, it's all about system, man. Like, I you, said, All right, so let me ask you this. This uh-huh. is a great – this is a great compar- – not a comparison, but, like, a, a question to, to compare the teams. The 2000 Ravens. When they had yeah. Trent Dilfer as their quarterback, I believe their running back yeah. was like a banged up Jamal Lewis, and their receivers were like, okay. They had Ray Priest Lewis, Holmes. Peter Bullwear. Oh, Priest Holmes, that's right. They had Ray Lewis, Peter Bullwear, all these guys, right? All yeah. these guys. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the Cowboys are all of a sudden becoming the no. 2000 Ravens? Absolutely not. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing then? <laughs> no, we're not. I mean, to have something where you're at, I mean, no. Can we be the, uh, the Seahawks? Yeah. Can we be the Broncos that won the Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah. but but when the Seahawks, I, I mean, the the, when the Seahawks, come on, that, that you're talking about the greatest defense I've ever seen next to the Bears, eighty-five Bears. But so so Keith, what you're saying is, uh, you know, that that Seahawks team with the Legion of Boom, right? When they yeah. won a Super Bowl, they had Russ Wilson in his prime, and he was all world. No, he wasn't in year. his prime. He wasn't in his prime. Yeah, he was in the first, second, third year. That's yeah, well, he hadn't even hit I his prime. Like he was. I feel like he was lighting the world on fire with doing what he was doing. Yeah. And I guess their running back was Marshawn Lynch, beast mode, right? Yeah. Okay. So they had a good offense. You can't so like wait, say that that the Legion of you, Boom was their catalyst. You, you don't think that uh, Dak Prescott and Zeke could be that combo to get us? I mean, I know they can be. You guys well, are the I ones know, that need convincing. Bring, let's not bring up the <laughs> offense, okay? Let's bring up the defense because if you, I was gonna, Russell, I was gonna checkmate you. Yeah. <laughs> listen, wait. If you bring, I mean, you, if you want to talk about this, you look at Russ's numbers the year they won the Super Bowl. They weren't that great, dude. They were okay. What? They were good. He's be, he became he became pretty much he's been carrying the team ever since Dan Quinn left, and the Legion of Boom started to go down a little bit. And my my comparison to the Legion of Boom, which you brought up, is when was Richard Sherman taken in the draft? When was Bobby uh... Wagner taken in the draft? They didn't. They, nobody knew any of these players. Okay, it was the system. And that's the same system we have now in Dallas, and I love it. I love it. I'm looking now. I'm just just out of curiosity. I was looking at the 2014 uh, Seattle Seahawks. So that's when they won the Super Bowl. Um, just to see the comparable stats, Russ yeah. Wilson threw for 3,475 yards, 
and his touchdown to interception ratio was 20 touchdowns to seven picks. So the 34 75 is a, is a low number comparable to what they can do out yeah, there nowadays. But, but listen to this, but, but he had 850 rushing yards. So fine. That's a big thing, too. Dak ain't going to have that kind of numbers anymore. Not in the rushing department. No way. Yeah, but what I'm trying to say is they were carried by the defense more. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I mean. Look, there's a difference between. and Matt, Did you ever see that thing I sent you with LeBron and Jordan? Did you ever watch it? I didn't get a chance to watch that, no. Oh, uh, you should. Because it, I will. It, it, it's good for your generation to learn this. And not, not just the fact that Michael Jordan is far beyond anything LeBron is. I'm in agreement with you he, there. So he and this is something that I brought up a couple of times in, in my argument against Brady. And you know, people think they get when they bring up Barry Sanders versus Emmett. And there's a difference between statistics and analytics. Okay. So statistics, like when you're telling me how how many yards Dak throws for, that's his stat. When you analyze where those yards come from, Okay, and you break down the statistics, that's the analytics. And the analytics right now on our offense is not good, in my opinion. Okay, you're mm -hmm. looking at how many yards come when we're behind. So when teams are in prevent, ball control. I mean, we dropped so, what? so a little, so so very, so basically the the common ground between like America right now and the Dallas Cowboys trailing, it's all about inflation, <laughs> right? Is well, no, like basically when you looked at LeBron's points, like what what he breaks down LeBron's points, everybody brings up how many points per game, but yet he can't shoot within three feet, so everything's either a layup or a dunk, and then on top of that. He avoids he avoids uh, points in the fourth quarter because he's not a good free throw shooter. So that they analyze the stats for like Michael Jordan never shifted, never changed. He played the same way in the first quarter, in the second, and at the the last second of the game, it was the same guy. There was no difference in his shooting percentage in anything. Right? He just was the same guy, which is remarkable. My point is with our offense. Okay. Um, we're not analytic. We're not getting it done. And, and, you know, I don't know why on paper, we look, we were amazing last year on paper, but when you watched us play and saw the games we lost and how we lost and, you know, we're going to have to do it through defense. It's all my brother's saying. And, and I agree with that. I don't, I don't think, I don't, I still don't know what the problem is on that side of the ball. I really don't. Because you, you go back to our games, even though, even though, like, and I'll bring up the Washington game, the first one. Dak was terrible in that game. He did not play well, man. Our defense, even against the Saints, when we played the Saints, we had five interceptions against that them. defensive coordinator. Had it out, has it out for Dak, just so you know. Like, yeah, we've never actually performed but, well. But I'm just him. saying, though, regardless who has it out, let's quit making excuses. I'm just saying that he, you know, he has, he, we had five interceptions, Dak had two that game. And I know I don't make this into a Dak bash fest because I know he can win us a Super Bowl. I'm just bringing up the defense. He needs more help from the defense to do it. That's all. That's all I'm saying. And, Dak, and Russell Wilson has had to win, guys. He is. He really I mean, is. And he, I believe how him. many bad seasons has Russell? I don't even know. He's been really consistent since uh, his whole career. Russell. Last last year kind of sucked. He was hurt though. So last year he stinks, and then he gets dished off to Denver. I'm very interested to see what he does with a Jerry Judy. Like that's. It could be oh, fun. Denver's, Denver's going to be dope next year, bro. That, that AFC West is going to be out of control, bro. 
Like who who's the worst team in the AFC West right now? Who's the worst team? I know the Raiders. I don't know, man. Like, dude. No, man. That defense again. That pass rush between Crosby, Chandler Jones, and now you got fucking Derek Carr throwing to his high school sweetheart (laughs) or college guy. Like, uh, are you kidding? And then all of a sudden, still not. Look, I think Denver wins, and the main reason why is they they've got the best defense. You think Denver wins the AFC West? Yeah. Interesting. I I agree. I think Russell Wilson's that missing piece. It's exactly what the Rams did. Yeah, man. Broncos. I mean, now Broncos got Gregory, right? I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. He gets to smoke weed and everything out there. The, uh, to add to that defense. Um. So the question is then, basically, do, do you think? All right. So what? And this is where I'm confused a little too, because I think I'm I'm contradicting myself as well in a sense, because I think our offense needs the most work and most help, right? But I don't know where. Right. Is it, it, I mean, it's very, a lot of the, it's, it's addition by it's it's all an equation, right? Like you lost Amari Cooper and you replaced him technically with James Washington. Yeah. But at the same time, Dak wasn't hitting them. I understood. Understood. And, but and like, then if we're going to blame the offensive line and, and, you know, we all watch the same games. I, I mean, at the same time, though, in the same time, like, yes, you you got you all you guys both, especially you, Brett. I'm not like. Blaming you, but like you know, you do you do point out a lot of Dak's bad throws, but at the well, same because time, that's our weak link, man. Yeah, but at the same time, bro, he set a Cowboys record last year for touchdown passes. Analytics, analytics. Look at the analytics, not the statistics. And there's a big difference. It's hard, it's hard to just ignore the stats, though, honestly. What and, and 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 on top of that, like here's a stat for you. We went like we had like 12 wins, dude. Like okay. That's a, that's a winning team. It's a winning quarterback. So like, I'm not going to, I can't, I'm not going to well, go back on this. Let me, let me, let me talk first. Let me talk first. I, uh-huh, I think replacing Amari, replacing Amari. Um, I know he was a great route runner, but I, and I think I've, we discussed this before. Go look at the last plays in the 49er game. I think there's more to Amari. We did not know. I, I think there is, there, there might is be some truth there, to that. They wouldn't have done that guys. I so understand. Getting, getting a fit, here, here's the problem. And this is what, this is what drives that point kind of home right now. Keith um, mm-hmm. is the fact that Amari Cooper was traded for a fifth round pick. Right. And then Devontae Parker of the dolphins was, was traded for a third rounder. Meaning there was more to just getting Amari Cooper's contract off our books. There you go. Yeah. And I agree. With, and I that's what I'm saying. And you know what? I'm interested, man. Now that CD's the man and you got Gallup and, and Washington could be a good I'm, – I'm actually excited. I'm a little excited about it. I think you got to add one in the draft. Not necessarily at 24, but, like, let's let's just see if they can land a diamond in the rough in the third or the fourth, right? Let's just – you never know with these guys. James Washington apparently is what is being compared to – style of play of a Des Bryant. Like that's why Des was the one to say like Cowboys need to go get this guy. Yeah. And they went and got this guy because he fell into a lot of similarities, get up to the high point of the ball, physical. He's just got lost in a depth chart full of TikTokers. You know what yeah, I mean? Like exactly, he wasn't exactly. he didn't get the opportunity and ben, to play. And Ben wasn't Ben this year, you know? Ben yeah. wasn't the same Ben. That's true too. Right. So and the one thing you got to give our and I know we come hard on the on the Joneses and you know that didn't sound right. But <laughs> anyways, but yeah, no, I mean you know we come down on them hard, but they're really good at getting undrafted free agents. They always have been. 
I met yeah. I met Dallas. They're claiming, the fam- they're claiming famous Tony there. Romo. <laughs> so. Well, Romo, Miles Austin. I mean, there's so many, there's so many guys that we've gotten where Lance Dunbar, I mean, there are players. So who knows? I mean, I don't even know if we drafted Cedric Wilson, did we? Um, uh, I don't I would have to look. Yeah, we'd have to look, but that's what I mean. We don't know who's coming up in the, in those ranks either. Well, and bro, I, this is something that we talked about. We've never had a shortage of talent. Yeah. We're our play calling sucks and and our you know, there's other factors that we're not hitting. On you, paper, we're always the best team in the NFL. You know what? <laughs> I you know what I need to do? I need to because I've never really watched highlights of that. What's his name? Seiko Fian. What's his name? The receiver? Uh Simi Fajoko. <laughs> Simi Fajoko. I'm gonna look at some highlights because there's something about him. They like this kid for some reason. And I haven't seen I, he didn't do anything in camp. He didn't do anything in preseason. But I'm gonna see his uh I want to watch his college highlights to see uh so Cedric Cedric Wilson uh, was as an, was an undrafted free agent. There we go. See, there's another one. That's what I mean. I mean, you know, we're, we're talking. We we're good at finding talent. We are, you know. So I meant, especially like receivers. We don't know who's going to come up. We don't. We don't. What know a journey, who's by on the, the way. Team right now, that can come out. What a but journey. That, I said, what a journey, by the way, for Cedric Wilson. 2008, May of 2018, signed right right after the draft, signed by the Cowboys, cut in August, signed in September. Then he gets signed to the practice squad, and then he gets placed on the IR, and then he gets the deal for one year, two point one eight million dollars last year uh, by the Cowboys, and then that's and that's it. That's <laughs> but see, this is why he screwed up big time by leaving, man. I mean, he he could have had a yeah. I, I think he gets buried him. there. I think it honestly, he I think Cedric up. Wilson just turned into James Washington. Right. Well, again, I, we've never had a problem with talent. All we've had a problem with is play calling and clock management and game did you see our boy game, the game management did you, did you see now i'm very interested in this because i you know from coming from a commentary background and loving that aspect of sports did you see our boy the clapper jason yeah. garrett uh gets hired by the usfl to, to be their color analyst USFL, yeah. yeah buddy i got my new jersey general shirt <laughs> we can we can hey man we can we can roll with them listen i'm I with it as a kid I'm, I'm with it. The only thing is, and I hate this, and I don't know why, and maybe it was a COVID thing. I don't know. But the fact that all the games, all of them, no matter where you're from, so New Jersey has a team. I think Chicago might have a team. Whatever. The original USFL, right? They're all playing all their games in Alabama. All of them. Like So it's like a universal league. There's no games in Jersey. Like That's, that's how USFL is operating in their first year. Really? Yeah. It's weird. Are you covering weird. him? Am I covering them? I mean, I mean, we'll talk. We'll talk. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> we'll you should get a USFL podcast, bro. <laughs> hey, we'll be the first. This is. Hey, listen, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong at all. I tell. Uh, have you? Did you see the documentary on the USFL? No, I would love to though. D- just watch what a, what a dick Trump is on this though. Oh, didn't he kind of? Uh, I heard <laughs> he, he kind of ruined he it. The whole league. He didn't listen to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, we should compete with the NFL because th- it was picking up momentum. And I, you know, I, I, I remember it, and then I remember it going away, and I never understood why. Was it always the spring league? Like always, it was the spring league, and that's why people loved it. And they were like Tampa; they were doing numbers. It, it was like it became a thing, like like a phenomenon. And I'm then interested. I'm interested. Oh, you got to watch it. it keeps, yeah. it keeps, it's like we we he did the final vote and tank, and then he didn't want to talk about it. Like you got you got to watch it. It's great. I will. I will. All right. Well, let's well, listen, a- man. Look, I, 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 just to to because we got to do a draft episode, anyways. For sure. Um, 
you know, I, I, I was wrong, not wrong on Micah, uh, but he wasn't obviously my first pick. He was my second if we had a choice. No, two. didn't you want – didn't you want uh, – I like the kid from uh, – it was LSU, I think. Uh, he went to the Cardinals. Forget what the hell his name was. You were you were adamant on getting this guy. Well, Ke- hey, man, I, I, I like Keith's Oklahoma reasoning, that that kid. I, listen, I'm going to do some tape study on him and, and see what he's all about because I'm curious to know if, if he's worth the, the super gamble, and that is a gamble. When it, like Apparently, if, if guys are getting predicted at the second and third round, you take them in the first, like that's a gamble. I'm sorry. Like that's just – it's rough. But well, let's wrap it up. because Yeah, man. Yeah, Keith had a dip out of here. Uh, this has been another uh, good episode of the Jersey Boys podcast. We'll be back before the draft to give We're our final. We're just killing time, guys. We're just killing time. We got I, no news. I know. It's it's rough, man. It's tough sledding out there, especially when you're a Cowboys fan. And, and all they're doing right now is winning the offseason battle of cap space. If they're going to hang a banner uh, in the in the rafters at AT and T, it'll be cap space champions of twenty twenty two. I I I really think we're gonna pick. I think there's some good offensive linemen in the in the later rounds. I think we focus on it on either a defensive edge, uh, another edge rusher, or, or a tackle. Um, if that's if I if, uh, let's just say all let's do this question because I was still you know you're saying all things equal. There's there's all positions of the best of of the which. What would you prefer? Are the best tackle? That w- that's what you were saying. No, I- I'm with the guard. I'm with the guard right now. Guard? I know. Okay. Yeah, I'm with the guard. I need interior. Uh, I need interior offensive line so Zeke can start. You know, hitting the holes a little better than he's been in the last couple of years. So, would you say then? Let's just say that our top three needs are receiver, uh, offensive lineman, and defensive lineman. Or would you say receiver? I would say our biggest need. Our biggest need right now, offensive line. Then I would shift it to no receiver and then linebacker because I mean look if you're if you're moving Micah right. up and down, who else you got? You know what I mean? Like it's, well, it's I mean I, if, you got Van Esch back, but it's like well, are but we that's really, the like, beautiful thing about Micah is you know you can you can move him around right yeah like if if you if if there's a great outside linebacker, we we put him on the edge. Which I'll, I'll be honest with you, I, I never answered your question before. I love that we move him around, but I think he's the most effective on the edge. Yeah, and we I think he's proven that. So yeah. No, no, we'll see. We're two weeks away. Uh be sure to subscribe to this podcast. Leave us a review. Tell us how good we are. All that good shit involved. So for Dave Sturgio and of course Brett and Keith Ernst, this has been another episode of the Jersey Boys Podcast. We'll see you guys in a couple weeks. How about them cowboys? Yeah! Roger, he's going long down the near sideline for Drew Pearson. Pearson makes the catch of the five touchdown. What you believe in? Starbuck hit Pearson on a 50-yard touchdown. Runs Zeke up the middle. He's-